So hey guys, it's your girl Nye Latte, and you are listening to Girl Chat. I know it's been some time, a couple of months since you guys have heard from me. I had to deal with some things, and being as amazing as you guys all have been for all of your support, I just kind of want to share with you what's been going on at the moment. So, for those of you that don't know, I lost my father in January to cancer. He was diagnosed with pathological cancer in November, literally about a week after we came back from my wedding. From there in December, it went from stage two to three, and then by the end of December, shortly after Christmas, around his birthday, and it was a good time stage. The hospital said they couldn't really do anything else for him but make him comfortable. He wanted to do home hospice, which is where you basically come home and be with your loved ones and you come home to die. And January 3rd, he passed away in my arms. Um, it definitely was a hard time for me the past couple of months. Mostly because my father and I had a very difficult relationship growing up. I couldn't stand him when I was a teenager. Typical teenage girl. I thought he had too many rules. I thought he was a hard ass. But he was super irritating. Super annoying. And as we kind of grew up older, I had my own children. And he became literally world's best grandpa. Always buying my kids stuff, always doing everything for them, always typical grandpa, always saving them from getting their ass beat. And we didn't butt heads as much when I was an adult. I would definitely say we became closer in the last three years. My relationship with my
I've lost people, I've lost friends, I've lost grandparents, I've lost classmates, co-workers. But when you lose a parent, it really just feels like a piece of you dies. And when you lose that immediate parent, whoever was your, your mother figure, your father figure, it literally creates this hole in you. And I definitely will say, I grieved before, but grieving now and when it happened was just, was different. Um, I'm not a crier. People that know me personally will tell you I'm not like a crying type. But I, I would say for the first two weeks, I cried literally all day, randomly. I would be like in the store and in a car and in the shower and I would definitely say it really just felt like I could not keep it together. Like the days felt so much longer, cold feels cold, winter feels colder, the days just feel so empty when, when it first happens and I would say for me to literally, it wasn't like, like I lost people before, and you know, someone calls you and they tell you so and so died, and you know, you cry on the phone, it, the news hits you really hard. But I would say for me, being right there and holding him, watching him take his last breath, and slowly having it really hit me that. Once he stops moving, sorry, I'm getting emotional. When it really hit me that once he stops moving, he will never move again. Once he closes his eyes, he will never open them again. It just really does something. And even though we knew it was coming, we knew when he came home for the last time, that the next time he would leave the house, it wouldn't be an ambulance, it wouldn't be you know, and talking to us, and I kept saying, like, oh, I'm strong, like, oh, you know, it's going to be fine, it's, it's going to happen, and I literally remember thinking to myself, like, like, maybe I'll be asleep when it happens, but I kept saying, like, oh, like, I see it on TV, like, I'm, I'm totally going to handle it great, <laughs> me, the optimist. Literally was saying like, oh, okay, handle well, it great. It's gonna be Gucci. It's gonna be fine. And it wasn't. It literally was just so final, and it literally just felt like it was. It felt like getting hit by a truck. I would say. Like I laid there with him. I felt him turn cold. I lay there with him, and at first, I was a person that would be like, oh, I'm so freaked out by a dead body, and it was like, I, I leave with him, and I talked to him, and I think for the first month, I was a combination of sad and in denial. Like, he didn't live with us, really tired him getting sick, and it just kind of seemed like, like, not that he was gone, but like he was at his house. And I'm like, oh, okay, he'll be back in a couple days. And then it would hit me that he's not there. And he's not coming back here. And I would call his phone 
and hear it ring, I would text it. And still now, um, he had another phone, still now I text him. But definitely losing a parent that taught me a, a different way that grief does to you. I remember the first two weeks, I didn't eat. I just wanted to drink all the time. I wanted to cry. I wasn't sleeping. It, it was hard. And even though I'm not physically in that place anymore, I would say months later, it, it's hard. Sometimes I just feel like there's this hole inside me and nothing will fill it, no matter what. No alcohol will fill it, no weed will fill it, no people will fill it. It's, it's just there. And some days it hurts so bad. And you know what I realized from all that? And sometimes I would get mad at myself, like, you know, it's been months, why are you not over it? But then really, I really have to tell myself that it's okay to not be okay. And I know we hear that in movies and we read the magazines and watch it on TV and we see it on memes. But sometimes it really is amazing to just hear someone say, like, it's okay to not be okay. Like, there is no timeline. But yes, you get up and function every day. You get up and you go to work. You go out. You go on vacations. You do stuff. But nothing will ever feel but always feel different. And some days I still cry. Some days I cry for me because I see like my dad was a huge like, video game person and like comic book film person. And I'll see like the new Batman trailer when it came out. And I want to text him and ask him about it because we would have debates about who's the better Batman. And I remember he will never see this movie. And we'll never get the bashes together. And even we both, like he was real big in the video games, a new game will come out, or I'll get a new game for my, my PS5, and I want to tell him about it, and I want to let him play it. And I remember that he's never, he's not going to get to play that. But I think some days I heard more from my children because I would say for my younger child, he he was their father figure, especially my younger son. He was his dad. And when I look at the graduation picture that he took with my six-year-old, when he graduated pre-K, my heart breaks because he will never see neither one of my children graduate from middle school. He'll never see them go on prom. He'll never see them graduate high school. He'll never give him the give them the guy talk. He'll never show them how to fix cars or check the batteries or change the oil. He will never be there for those moments. And I think if anything, I get sad for them. And I get mad at myself because all those years I spent wasted being angry, hating him, and being annoyed by him. And literally sometimes when I think about all the best parts of me, the parts of me that are resilient, the parts of me that's strong, the parts of me that faces adversity, those were all things I got from him. 
And I think that's the only thing that kind of gives me solace is knowing that this person who I couldn't stand forever, who everyone swore I act just like, literally gave me the best parts of me. And even though I won't see him again in this life, I kind of, just knowing what he went through, just physically, pain, and I remember I just kept telling him, he was sick, like, it's okay if you have to leave us to feel better. And I was so encouraging, and even on his deathbed, I was contemplating taking a new job offer, and he literally told me, like, I went to the hospital to see him, and he was saying to me, if you came up here to ask me, you should take it, take the job. And it just kind of, we couldn't sleep like that. Like, I didn't even have to tell him that's why I was coming to see him. I was really just coming to see him, and I was going to bring it up. And before I could bring it up, he already was like, you know, if you came up here and asked me if you should take it, take it. And I will just say all the best parts of him, I will always appreciate. And, you know, what he taught me and who he is, I like to think will live on through me and through my children. I definitely would say I had to take a break from you guys and get in the space where I was ready to talk to anyone. And of course, who better to talk to than you guys who understand and are entertained and can relate. So, I just wanted to share that with you guys. New episodes will be coming soon. Now that I'm not super sad and super busy, I just thought that this was definitely something that if anyone needs to hear, that grace of process, and I am still processing. And if you guys like this episode and want to be the first to know all of them, Definitely catch me on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartMedia, Amazon, Apple Podcasts. And you can always catch the list updates at Girl Chat My Latte on Instagram. And I will be talking to you guys soon. So until next time, loves. 